0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website
1: for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fishin', the podcast where we discuss Modern's most competitive tribe and help the whole community become better Murfolk players. My name is Cody. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show and not Cody Smith on Twitter. And I'm joined by my co-host. Matt, I'm here. Yeah, Matt's back. Man. Matt's back, baby. Where can we find you on the on the Twitter?
0: I, I'm at Matthew Condellate doing stuff. I, I apologize. I, I was coming on to the show about like two and a half months ago, and I, I saw a, a balloon, and I, I started chasing it, and I, I just kind of kept going. And then I had a beard, and I, I helped a guy create the smiley face t-shirt
1: and then a lot of people started following me it, it was it was really odd i feel like, i i feel I'm, like they should make a movie about this 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 seems like a a solid gold story <laughs> well i mean if if they do they should focus on my shrimp
0: boat captaining yeah that so that's that's, that's,
1: a, that's another day that's another day that's a very solid idea i think i think they should get on that um hollywood uh, um, yeah <laughs> i forgot what show uh, it was from bob's burgers hello the media <laughs> but um yeah but so, yes uh, no it's, it's 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 great to be back uh i apologize to
0: everyone that i've been a little mia um so i had some irl come up uh but i am back for now uh i probably will not be as frequent as i was back when we first started the cast but i'm going to be a preferred guest i think i don't know maybe maybe you can still call me a uh a co-host. We'll see how Cody loves
1: me. Co- Cody co-host, loves me or not. co-host emeritus. <laughs> co-host emeritus. I like it. <laughs> uh, it's it's like uh, your family donated a a, a building or, or or a bench to the to the university, and so you're you're welcome back to that frat house. You have you have lifetime party privileges. And remember that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as the username FishCastMTG. We're also on TikTok now. I've been doing little quick. Uh, merfolk history videos uh, just going through merfolk and talking about like their competitive finishes their art that sort of thing Um, it's it's in short (laughs) you're
0: too old for
1: tiktok dude I am not too old for tiktok Uh, I am I am (laughs) I'm a young man. <laughs> Are you between the ages of 5 and 13?
0: Then, no. yes, you're too old for TikTok.
1: <laughs> I'm, apparently, I'm too old for Snapchat, but I'm not too old for TikTok. But uh, in any case... Um, so, I, you're not too old for... I'm too old for Snapchat.
0: You're, you, you can still do that one.
1: Oh, I can still do Snapchat? I, I do you, have... You can snap. I do have a Snapchat. I just don't use it very much. Uh, my Snapchat's not Cody Smith to the shock and awe of everybody. Um, so if you want to snap me, snap at me. Slide in my DMs. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but uh, how about the random merfolk? Matt, you got to pick the random merfolk this time because it has been some time. I, I did. And uh, you really oh went deep on this random merfolk.
0: I did, actually. This this one's super spicy. Um, I, I picked number seven because, eh, why not? and I got arctic merfolk this is one of the ones I love because I've never seen it before and there's just some really cool things going on here so arctic merfolk is one blue and one for a creature merfolk uh it's a one one and it has a lot of text uh it has kicker Return a creature you control to your owner's hand. And For those of you who don't know what kicker is, because it's a pretty old mechanic, it's uh, you may return a creature you control to your owner's hand in addition to any other cost as you play the spell. So sometimes the kicker is additional mana, sometimes it's doing an action like returning a creature to your owner's hand, like in this card, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, So if you paid the kicker cost, Arctic Murphlet comes into play with a 1-1 counter on it. It's a common from uh, Plane Shift, so yeah, pretty old, and I don't think it's been printed again, as far as I know.
1: Uh, it has um, not. It has only been printed in plane shifts, uh, so it's legal in legacy, and, vintage, popper, commander, and penny dreadful. And and here is where it should stay.
0: But you know what? In like a, uh, so it's a common. This card has some has some fins, I think. Uh, in a kind of a budgety uh, Merfolk commander deck, I can see this being playable. In um, potentially a um Like Popper Cube, I can see this being playable mostly because of that kicker cost. Because you're you're getting a Grizzly Bear essentially, but you're also getting a Return of Creature you control your hand. So like if you want to do like all that kind of like a bouncing effects, it's kind of a, just a kind of a cheap easy way to do that. um Like not amazing, but uh, there's actually something here that doesn't make it just hot garbage. It's kind of it's a warm garbage, but garbage I can I can stomach.
1: Yeah, and, and if you think about formats like Commander, uh they, there's lots of creatures that have ETBs. Um there there's lots of things that you can do. So like if you have things like Vedalken Ori that give your creatures flash, you could flash this guy in to save a creature from removal. Um, there there are definite uh you know, not not incredibly corner case scenarios where this can be really good. Um I mean, just just think about it like you could you could Bounce back, uh, like Brutalizer, Exarch or or Eternal Witness. Um, you know, yep. it, basically anything you can protect your combo piece. Um, there's there's just a lot a lot to do with Arctic Merfolk, and uh, it's honestly not too bad. Uh, I I think it would be cool if we could play it alongside Silvergo Adepts, um, so we could mm-hmm. you know rebounce, You know, we could reveal this with as the you know. As the reveal with Silvergill and then replay it and then bounce Silvergill and replay Silvergill again and you know kind of kind of get a little value going, but um unfortunately could, not could modern keep, I
0: mean yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I don't think it would be played in modern Merfolk, but man, it'd be kind of funny.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would be super upset if like in a casual game I was like, hey, can I play with four uh, Arctic Merfolk? I'm sure that nobody would be nobody would be mad at me if I did that one no. time, but because <laughs> <Yeah>, no, no. <laughs> you're not you're not honestly getting a whole lot of extra value by playing this t- a, a a grizzly bear. Let's let's just call call it what it is. Um, and it's it's just interesting. It's cool.
0: Yeah, I, I like it. And, and and real quick before we move on, um. The, the art here is just super neat. It's like an old school, like oil painting type artwork. It's the kind of art you don't, you won't see on magic cards anymore. Uh, so Ron Spears just kind of killed it. This is, uh, what? 2001 is when this was printed. Uh, printed. So 18 years ago, but man, yeah, Ron, Ron, you killed it. Good job.
1: Yes. Ron Spears has done a few, uh, kind of more notable magic cards, like Achroma chroma angel of wrath, um, uh, Let's see here, a, a Tog a Tog. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of car- good cards. I here. love Mia um, Tog
0: a Tog. I, I <laughs> a to the a Tog um commander deck put together. It's so goofy. I love it. Uh,
1: he also did a uh, Dark Confidant, the original Dark Confidant art. No kidding. Um, yeah, I'm 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 look- uh, engineered explosives. Um, Flamekin Village, Flicker Form. There's there's a couple of cards in here that that uh, Goblin, the original Seventh Edition Goblin King art um ink eyes servant of oni yeah there's a there's a cup and uh oh he did the uh the the really beautiful uh island art from uh lorowin that looks like the it's uh of glenolendra so mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah uh, oh yeah ron, ron spears is a is a, a veteran of magic the gathering art um so thank you uh thank you again ron you, you really killed it with uh with arctic merfolk I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's li- really listening. Oh, and astral slide. Why didn't I think of that one? Or, uh, yeah, astral slide. Uh, <laughs> that was a deck back in the day uh, for you youngins. Um, all right, cool. So uh, we're gonna jump into. We we kind of have two sort of main topics for this episode. Um, one, we're at, we're gonna be timely about something, which is matt you and i are not known for being timely about anything no uh, <laughs> i literally just
0: got lost for like three months so yeah
1: and uh th- that's, this that's is not my thing modern has had some pretty uh serious bands uh just today and that's that's kind of cool. yeah i mean i i'm i'm stoked so uh, cards on the table
0: um, for the last, uh, God, I can't even think about how long, at least since Pioneer got uh, launched and probably a little bit before that, I have been completely out of modern. I think the format's been stale. I think it's been boring. Um, and especially with, I'm, I'm 100% all in on Pioneer. I think Pioneer's fantastic. And I, I thought Pioneer was just going to be the death nail of modern. Uh, I, I, I think this might help. I, modern needs to diversify itself to be something completely different than Pioneer and Legacy. It needs to be somewhere in between those two. So hopefully now that we're getting the power level down a little bit, we might get there.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think just a lot of these cards, um, the cards that were banned, uh, maybe one of them, uh, we'll, we'll talk about them in a moment, but I, I think that the, the cards that were banned you know it was kind of one of those things that it it was one of those uh you know if not now then when uh yeah. and and uh well, let's talk about the first one uh that I don't think anyone will be surprised by and that's oko thief of crowns uh turns out a, yeah. a three mana <laughs> a three mana uh planeswalker that off color decks are splashing the colors for just so they can play it um that's pretty nuts like I mean I, I saw some burn lists uh, playing Oko, uh, <laughs> uh, um, you know basically vintage decks are playing Oko. <laughs> vintage so decks, yeah. No, Oko is, is an incredibly powerful Magic card, and I love it when when Magic's designers push sets and they push power levels and all that. Um, you'll you'll never hear me complain about a card that that does so many cool things like Oko does but Oko is an incredibly powerful magic card and unfortunately when it's when it's uh, you know I think at a at um, at GP Austin uh, I think it was played in something like um 40 out of the top 90 decks or something like that and I it think like, it was more than that yeah it, it, it was yeah, ridiculous at large yeah, it, it's it's like oh, it was only played in in over you know in over fifty percent of the decks. <laughs> okay, well I, I mean
0: at, at this point, Oko is essentially gonna it's gonna be mental misstep. It's just gonna be he's gonna be banned in every format. I mean he's played a ton in Legacy. I wouldn't be shocked to see him get banned in Legacy. To be completely honest, um, he's he's just way too good. I'm I'm right there with you, Cody. I I don't have any ill will towards Wizard design team. I think people give him a little bit too much um flack uh I, I love the fact that they're trying new things um after uh the kaladesh block i think they went way too weak with ixalan and ixalan was kind of boring and forgettable so i i i love throne of eldraine and i'm pretty stoked about the new Theros set so if this is kind of the power level they're going for which it sounds like it is you know what they're gonna make mistakes but as long as they have they're okay with the ban list And I think – I mean people have kind of gotten pretty nullified to the fact that bans happen as often as they do. I mean if you think back to it, uh, standard bannings were reserved for like only the most wicked of cards. I mean now it's become kind of a common thing and people are pretty used to it. And the market kind of adjusts pretty quickly to it. I mean you you see the broken cards. They don't spike in price like they used to because people are like, oh, man, this is going to totally get banned. I don't want to spend too much on it. So – i'm I'm happy with it
1: yeah i think cool unfortunately and ban it if it needs to be banned yeah I th- yeah again uh oko is a powerful card and they gave it a shot they gave it its chance and uh sorry oko you're just too much so the next card i want to talk about uh is is we'll talk about the 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 higher cost card over the lower cost card because i think the lower cost card would uh engender a little bit more discussion um but so the 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 other card is mycosynth lattice Uh, for those of you who are not aware it is a six mana artifact and it says all permanents are artifacts in addition to their other types all cards that aren't in play spells and permanents are colorless players may spend mana as though it were mana of any color Um, So the reason Mycosynth Lattice is banned, you might wonder, hey, that's such a weird uh, specific card to ban. Why would they ban that? Well, it's because of another uh, card uh, from from a recent set, uh, and that is Karn, the great creator um, from War of the Spark. Um, Karn costs four and has a starting loyalty of five, and it has a static ability. uh, Activated abilities of artifacts your opponent's control can't be countered or sorry, can't be activated. Um, and then uh, it has a minus two uh, where you can choose an artifact card you own from outside the game or in exile, reveal that card, and put it in your hand. So basically, it, it creates what, what uh, it, magic players refer to as a wish board. You can basically just grab something from outside the game, a- a.k.a. your sideboard. Um When
0: and... you wish upon a card,
1: yeah, so basically... As what, long as you're colorless, you'll go far. So the, the interaction When that Karn, you wish upon a Karn... I'm done. Okay, I was going to say, I can just edit this all out. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm, I'll, I'll leave it. It was wonderful. Um, but so the... Uh, the I just serenaded you. You're welcome. The, the mix you're of Carn internet. The mix of Karn the Great Creator... And mycosynth lattice basically making it so that your lands can't tap for mana, your creatures can't attack. Um, basically just locked the game, and it wasn't an instant win because your opponent also couldn't attack. Uh, it was just a lock, and uh, I, the I game mean, just ends. Yeah, the <laughs> game. The game is it's, just it's, over. It's you. You. You win the game. Yeah, and so so the uh basically the you know Karn on its own isn't, isn't, is, ver- is a very powerful card. Uh, not unlike Oko, uh, especially because Karn is played in a lot of uh, Tron lists. Um, but at the same time, if you're able to just like tutor a win con out of not even your deck, out of just your sideboard. Um, and as far as I know, there aren't too many cards that deal with sideboards, at least that are, you know, blackboard illegal. Um, so it's, it's just, it's just, it's too easy you know, And then in Tron, you, you have six mana uh, on the regular, so you can tutor it in one turn and then play it and then just lock your opponent out. And that's just not very fun magic.
0: Yeah, I mean, essentially what? They just neutered Karn. Uh, Lattice is a miserable card to play against. Um, again, because you can you just win out of nowhere. Um, the Tron decks already were strong enough with the uh, Karn Liberated. And uh, the big creature win cons that you complain the traditional decks uh, having the extra Karn in there that um, would auto lock the game too just gave it made it too flexible. I, I'm I'm completely fine with this. I th- I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and again, it, they they could have just banned Karn the Great Creator and called her a day because then Lattice becomes a worthless card again. But um, again, I think the design space around Karn the Great Creator is good enough where. They want to keep it in the format to see what people can do with it without the Degenerate Lattice in play. And Lattice just doesn't do anything except for make games bad. So,
1: Yeah, and you, can still, you can still do similar things with Liquid Metal Coating, which is also played in the deck. Um, liquid Metal yes. Coating is an artifact that turns a permanent into an artifact, uh, but it only mm-hmm. does one thing. So uh, if you're, you know, Liquid Metal Coating doesn't stop the game, it does basically the same thing, but just to a lesser degree, and doesn't completely lock you out from yep. losing. Um, and it, especially against Murfolk. Um, so the other, so the the main the main problem that we have with this in Murfolk still is is Karn can still tutor out in Snaring Bridge. So yep. you know, make sure you're packing your Brazen Borrowers and your Echoing Truce. You know, um, those are those are cards that, and uh, I I've even been running Repeal to some success. Um, and uh, I think that. As long as you're running some sort of effect that can bounce the Ensnaring Bridge, you can still get there. It's not an instant yeah. loss. Um, now, the last card uh, that was banned, and this is one that I think we're going to have the most to talk about, um, is Mox Opal. Uh, Mox Opal costs zero. Uh, it's a legendary artifact, so that you can only have one in play, which honestly kind of makes it a little bit more fair. But it has Metal Craft. Tap, add one mana of any color to your mana <laughs> pool. Activate this ability only if you control three or more artifacts. So Mox Opal kind of made a name for itself uh, in in Affinity, uh, which is which is a, a mainstay of modern, and I'm sure most people are familiar with it. But really, what kind of broke it was Urza High Artificer decks. Uh, <laughs> uh, that. that...
0: Oh, I agree. <laughs> Slow I think it down was, there, youngin. I think it was CCI originally kind of broke
1: it. Well, fair, but I I think that or or, or, the or was, Urzadex, it, was it in eggs? I believe it was played in eggs. Um, but I, I think that I mean it's it's
0: it's had a wanted poster on its back for a long time.
1: I'm just saying that I think that the Urza were the ones that pushed it over, like that, like it's, oh, of course, of course, of course. Obviously, the it's a very powerful card. Um, being able to pay zero for something that gives you mana um, is incredibly powerful. Um, I ran it for a very brief, for a hilariously brief time when I had Cheerios put together, um, <laughs> and uh, it was a fun The future game. of modern
0: Cheerios. No one will ever figure that out.
1: Yeah, i I was really uh, I really tore down my meta with with Cheerios in modern. That was the <laughs> I I legit
0: have one buddy. Who still was running Cheerios and loves the deck. And when the Opal band came today, he literally decks at me. He's like, "My Cheerios deck is dead. I am so pissed off at the world right now." Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, he might be the only person in the world who's pissed off about the band because of Cheerios. Yeah,
1: and and honestly, like Cheerios is probably the only deck that was using Moxopal in a in, in an even remotely fair way. Uh because <laughs> Opal is yeah. a busted magic card. Um and even then Cheerios is basically just Storm. So you know here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean Mox Opal, it's just it's been a staple of modern um since its inception it's been uh it's been in modern masters it was in Modern Masters 2015. Um and yeah. uh, I can only see this card kind of dropping now. I mean, oh yeah, it, it, it was such an expensive card for so <laughs> long, and uh,
0: it, it was it was at it was at a hundred bucks.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm not a fi-
0: finance guy by any means, but my my speculation is it's gonna take like a fifty percent hit, forty percent hit. Um, I mean, it's it's down to Legacy. I mean, it's played a lot in Legacy, uh, but Legacy's just not played a lot anymore. And then you have, um, people who are going to want a couple copies for like commander and things like that. But even in commander, it's not like something that's going to go in every deck. So it, it is what it is. I mean, uh, if you paid 400 bucks for opals, I, I feel, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bad. sorry friend. <laughs> the, the feel bads are there and I, I get it. I get it. But as far as the, uh, format was concerned, um, like, I don't think I was alone in kind of abandoning uh, modern and jumping ship. And, I mean, anybody who's listened to the cast for a while, um, who remembers who I am because I have been here in a while, um, knows that I, I was a huge modern guy. I was I was mostly modern and commander for many, many years. Um, but w- w- with the inception of Pioneer, I just – it needed it needed to happen. It just is what it is. And kind of um, affinity and hardness skills are going to pay the uh, – Price for the sins of uh, Urza, and sometimes it just happens that way.
1: Yeah, because Urza is technically responsible for Karn, right? Like story wise. Yeah. Uh, oh, and stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. So, so technically, yeah. If if uh, Urza, yeah, Urza sins uh, for Karn being able to pull out Mycosynth Lattice, it's all it's all Urza's fault. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but but g- gather g- gather gather round, children. I got I got some story time for you.
0: So way way back when, th- there there was a winter. It was called Eldrazi Winter. And uh, a card died for the Eldrazi sins, and that was Iabugan. Iabugan was one of the primary win conditions of Tron back in the day. And a lot of people said Tron is now a dead deck because Iabugan is no longer viable. To this day, I would say those people were wrong. So. Who knows? Uh, Kind of what I'm getting at in a little bit of a cheeky way is, first of all, I think the Urza decks are not dead by any means, and I think Urza is probably on the watch list still, and ultimately might just have to get banned in this format. Um, But what I'm saying is uh, Affinity and um, Hardened Scales, are they dead? Uh, I mean, I I would probably lean so, yes, but you you never know. There there might be a way that they can make it work. So, um, and with... Theros, the new Theros set, we're getting teases of Phyrexian, so maybe um, Wizards kind of has a new um, hotness waiting in the wings to uh, appease affinity players. So wait and see.
1: Yeah, we'll have to. We'll definitely have to uh, keep an eye out and see what see what WotC has in store for us. Um, But I I'm I think I'm most glad for uh, for Mycosynth Lattice. I've just lost so many games just from. Oh, I wasn't able to stop Tron. Oh, I'm just dead. And it's like you know there's no there's no way for me to interact with it once it's there. Um, and you're just, yeah, you' you just lose games. and uh, well, and here and
0: here's the irony though. I mean, and you' you're saying that like the lattice, and I mean I, I completely get it. but I mean, and that's against Tron, which Tron versus fish. I mean, fish usually had the better matchup, um at least for many, many years uh but if you think about it like for how long had affinity just been an auto loss for the merfolk decks and that's not the first one that comes to your mind <laughs> like merfolk players you would think would be like doing like the uh the munchkin dance from the wizard of oz because affinity is now out of the format or most likely out of the format but again that's not where your mind goes to because the the format has gotten so degenerate lately
1: well yeah and 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 to speak to affinity i mean i you know Uh, I mean, I started playing Merfolk, you know, a couple years ago, Um, but at the same, in the same breath, honestly, almost the entire time I've been playing Merfolk affinity hasn't been a top deck. It's because there's always been something that's the boogeyman, whether it's been, uh, it's been the Eldrazi, whether it's been Tron, because Tron is always the default boogeyman. Everyone always goes back to Tron being too powerful, too consistent, you know, whatnot, and and uh, Affinity is kind of always... After Twin left the format, yeah, after... Tron kind of became the, the quote-unquote boogeyman, but it's unlike Twin,
0: Tron never got the bandhammer. hammer.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think Twin was banned in 2015. Uh, 2014 or 2015, uh, if I remember correctly. And, and uh, so... when, when was it probably
0: the Modern Masters? Because it was right around that
1: time. It was, it was 2015. Then it was 2015, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so... Sp- the uh you know it, Affinity is, is a very powerful deck, and I'm not saying that it's dead by any means, but um it'll just have to, you know, be fair like Merfolk, I guess. It'll be more like Merfolk than, than it ever has been. Um but you're right, it it often is just an auto loss. And I mean Merfolk trickster kind of helped out a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah um, and uh and but at the same in the same token, you know, if an affinity deck had a, had a uh, you know just a, a stacked seven, they could even a stacked six, they could really put the hurt on you and make it just very hard for you to do anything. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that's it's a card it's a card that's a lot of people have been asking to get banned for a long time and the day has finally come.
0: I, and when it comes to Affinity, though, I mean, I, I can foresee something along the lines of the Affinity players figuring out another quick zero-mana-cost card they can play in its place. I mean, who knows? Maybe they can somehow jam Mox Amber in there and make it work. Uh, again, maybe Wizards is going to print in the new Phyrexian a one-mana um, or zero-mana blue artifact legend. Something like that. Something that will allow the affinity player to play Mox Amber almost immediately and and get some value out of it. Um, so again, we'll just have to wait and see and, and see what's going down the line. I, I don't I don't think affinity is going to be dead forever, and I think affinity players will somewhat adjust. Um, but th- this one hurts. I get it.
1: Actually, I think Mox Amber would keep Cheerios alive because you play Sram in that deck. So you could there you go. You could t- you could swap out Mox Ambers yeah, and yeah. But but and... but
0: but in all fairness, the uh, Opal was uh, allowing you to play Sram a lot quicker. Whereas you have to have Sram down faster first before you can play uh, the mocks and get value out of it.
1: Well, I, I just meant that like even though you're you're still gonna have to thread the needle, but it'll definitely be a tighter squeeze. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I get, I, I get it. We're we're losing percentage points here, so it is what it is. Well, let's define our terms, gentlemen. Are we talking about redistricting or are we talking about reapportionment? Because oh, well. So
0: one thing that I did, because I actually did a little prep work for my glorious return, I put a list together, and Cody doesn't know about this, of cards that I think are on the watch list. Gasp. Um, I was hoping I could—what?
1: I, I said gasp.
0: Gasp, I know. So I was—hopefully ho- I could just run through them real quick and see what Cody thought. And see if I'm just crazy or not.
1: I'm up for it. Let's do it. But I mean, we 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 can pound this out real quick because I know we gotta talk about a
0: deck. So first first one that I think is, um, I, I would say this is probably the next one that's probably gonna get banned. Uh, Ancient Stirrings.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I, I Ancient Stirrings just makes um, makes Tron more consistent. It makes uh, uh basically any deck that's looking for for just a specific land um i know that i think urza's even play it uh i mean i guess a lot of those decks were splashing green for uh for oko but mm-hmm. you know throwing in ancient stirrings in there isn't too bad of an option um yeah that's it's a very powerful card and i know that that's something that kind of has been on the back burner just because of all the incredibly more powerful things that have been in play uh you know or on the table for bands but i think ancient stirrings might be i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised
0: the, the trinity for Magic players complaining had always been Ancient Stirrings, uh, Mox Opal, and uh, Faithless Looting. There's there's only one left
1: standing, and I don't think that one's gonna left, be left standing much longer.
0: Right, uh, next one uh, we can probably hit it really quickly.
1: Urza. Yes, I think so. Urza <laughs> is a very uh, broken card, and uh, you know just enables a lot of shenanigans. Uh, I think that Urza could see play or could see ban. I know that they're trying to skirt that by banning Mox Opal to see if they can slow that deck down, and you know, it a combo deck that doesn't go off till turn five isn't a bad combo deck, but it's not busted.
0: I, I look at it a lot like um, a bridge from below with Hogak. <laughs> Is that uh, Opal's dying for um, for Urza? Just like uh, Bridge from Below died for Hogak,
1: yeah. But
0: I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Urza's still going to be really, really strong, and I think ultimately Urza just has to go.
1: Well, yeah, and and obviously, if we look back at Wizards' history of banning things, they try to, they usually try to, to like, you know, like shoot. Sh- they try to shoot the zombie in the knee, and not take the headshot. Yeah. And so it's like <laughs> it's like a like in the Eldrazi Winter, a really good example is Iavugan getting banned. And that just yeah. dropping dropping those out of the deck made it slow enough that it wasn't a, an incredibly oppressive deck. Um, and, yeah. and and so that's a way you can, you can you know, you could still play Eldrazi, and a lot of people just kind of threw their leftover Eldrazi into Tron and, and did it that way. Uh, Would, you know, honestly not a bad way to do it. Um, reality Smasher still, you know, it does Reality Smasher things. And, uh, you know, it doesn't make the deck... It doesn't make the deck unbeatable, but it does make it. Uh, by banning the card, it, it'll it'll slow it down enough, I think. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see we'll see. Uh, time will tell if if uh, if Urza's long for this format.
0: Uh, uh next one, and this is probably my last one of the tier ones of the ones I'm pretty sure is going to get banned eventually. Uh, once upon a time. Uh,
1: what what card is that? I I know I know that's a newer one. Um, let me let me pull it up here.
0: So Once Upon a Time is one green and one. Uh, look uh, at the top, I think, four cards of your library. Uh, now I'm going to probably be wrong. Um, but then you can pick a uh, land card or a creature card and put it into your hand. Uh, but if it is the very first card you play of the game, you get to play it for free. And I believe it's an instant.
1: Yes, so it, it is the top five cards. I did pull it up. Top um out. Thank you. It, it is And it is banned already in Standard and Pioneer and Historic. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: kind of like Oko just kind of working its way down
1: yeah it's just kind of working its way through the through the formats and going okay no 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 not for you no definitely not for you either uh, uh you know as a free spell like you could do worse it's, it's basically a free uh, ancient stirrings as long as it's the first thing you do <laughs> like that's honestly not bad and just you know honestly at two mana it's not broken you know, like two mana ancient stirrings, I don't think would be as if it, if it
0: wasn't for the fact that it was free.
1: You don't play this card to play it for two. No, no, you don't. But I mean, obviously, you would still run. You would still run the four, and in, in hopes that you have yeah, this in so your you, opening you, hand. You, you get
0: you. You hopefully get one. You hopefully get one for free. Then you have some backups in the. If you need in your hand to uh, play late game, if you start running out of gas, all right. So, so this is kind of like my tier two of the ones I could see potentially going. Um, Manamorphos.
1: Um, so free mana, quick draw a card. It is free mana and draw a card, I, and as much as Wizard loves Storm, um, <laughs> I, 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 I think that. It's always been such a fun thing to see storm players try to keep that deck together. And like I think metamorphos would just be the death nail. Like I don't I don't think you can come back from that. Like just just being able to add any two colors and then draw a card, you know, it's it's just it keeps your storm count rolling. I I think if that goes then storm just loses all hope. Uh Oh, I don't
0: disagree. I, 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 The main reason I have it on here is because I believe that Wizards is trying to get rid of fast mana in Modern. Um, and I think now that Opal's gone, that's one of the better fast mana cards in the format. And I think people are going to start playing it a lot more.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I could see <laughs> and it. Being... So I, I, I think the true power of it in the format hasn't
0: been shown yet. That's, that's, that's why I kind of have it on my tier two.
1: I could definitely see it being on a watch list for sure. Mm-hmm. Like just to see, because obviously these bands, like mock, taking out Mox Opal is going to change a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, as, as far as like the speed of the format, I think that Mox Opal is the most impactful. Um, yep. And so it, it's definitely going to be something that they're going to keep an eye on uh, in, until the dust settles on the Mox Opal band. And then they'll kind of reassess um, maybe after a GP or two and see, you know, where things are.
0: Completely agree. Um so next is uh on the same thing with Mana Morpho, so we don't have to hit it too hard is the mana monkey. Simeon Spirit Guide. Oh,
1: Simeon Spirit Guide. Yeah, I could see that going. Um it's just free same mana. Thing. It's free mana. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean if you're casting if you're casting Simeon Spirit Guide, uh you're in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get you get lucky and have a turn one or turn zero uh uh was it um Ensenaring bridge. Yeah, seems good.
1: Yeah, and then just you, you have most of your hand empty, so yeah, you mm-hmm. just you just kind of sit there and just wait. <laughs> okay, uh, prime time. Yeah, I I could see them banning uh, the amulet. something from the Titan deck. Is kind of what I'm thinking. Either the
0: amulet or prime time. I, I went with prime time, but I thought the amulet could potentially could go as well. I
1: I, I could see them doing uh doing the amulet first because titan decks could exist without the amulet it would just be a lot worse um it would definitely be a lot more basic driven you know basic land driven um but i think there's definitely ways that people could could still build that deck without the amulet and not not any that come to mind but it definitely um it would just be a, a much slower deck yeah all
0: uh, right, I got I got two more. Uh, these are kind of my tier three. I don't think they're going to get banned, but I think it's worth at least talking about. Um, Arkham's Astrolabe.
1: Arkham's Astrolabe is is very interesting. Uh, in in similar ways to the way that Manamorphos is interesting, just like the drawing a card, um, mm-hmm. basically costing nothing, uh, being a filter source. I don't think that filter sources are going to be so powerful now that Oko's out of the format uh, because a lot of people were definitely splashing filter sources just so they could squeeze in an, an extra Oko and uh yeah I, I people play snow Snowlands now just for this card yeah that's that's fair um yeah I could I could see it maybe going for sure again it's it's definitely something that once Mox Opal's gone we'll have to see where Astrolabe lands mm-hmm. All right, and the
0: last one I'm saving up for last. I don't think it's going to get banned, but I I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it, and I thought it could be interesting. Aethervile completely shake the format to its core.
1: Oh yeah, that would that would shut down a lot of decks for sure. Uh, I don't think it would I, I, yeah, get I don't think
0: I don't think it kills Merfolk. but I mean it would, but definitely would be a different type of deck. I mean, human spirits. I mean, in, in any of the. The um, tribal based decks, the creature based decks.
1: Yeah, except for, I'd say except for like goblins and elves, it wouldn't matter as much. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, it would definitely be a kick in the knees to to humans. It would definitely be, uh, it, it would make pretty much every single tribal deck slower. And I don't think there's a tribal deck out now that is like a problem in the format. Unless humans gets a lot better with all these bannings. Yeah, humans could just stand the most to to get to get the 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 to gain the most from this banning. Uh, I I don't know if it'd be enough for them to ban Vile, but it would de- it would definitely shake Merfolk to to be a different deck. It would be more like the Pioneer version. I think going to Green for Coco would probably be the way to go at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it it would be ooh that'd be a rough one. Yeah, and
0: that's just more of wizards trying to figure out what they want modern to be. Um, obviously, I did not say uh, Urza's Tower or Karn because wizards will not ban them because I said so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, w- one thing that, again, this is a completely different subject. This is kind of just a, a thought process, a thought exercise. But with um, with the launch of Pioneer, where what, does what modern go? Does modern become Pioneer Plus? Or does it become um, Legacy Light? Um, and I don't know the answer. I, I, I don't know if Wizards does yet either. Um, it, it sounds like it's trying to be more Pioneer Plus with the way the Bannings have been going. I think they should get, if they were going to go to more Legacy Light, they should have been more aggressive on the unbannings to, to solve some of these problems. But uh, I, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, but again, I thought the format was dead, at least in my opinion, and my ears are now up. Uh, I'm not racing to my LGS to play any uh, leg or modern uh, games right now, but um, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens in the future.
1: I I agree. What, with your, what's old What's old becomes new again. I agree with your assessment about um, kind of how how they're hedging with with the way they're doing the bannings. Uh, it, it it would make sense that like if they did want it to push it more towards legacy, they'd just be like. Yeah, let's leave Oko and let's unban you know this and let's unban that and let's unban uh, Twin and let's you know like just let the format kind of go a little bit more wild, uh to to see yeah. where to see where things shake out then. Because you know, Honestly, obviously, I don't think Twin's good right now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not saying that it is, but I'm, I'm just saying like they they would have they would probably be more liberal with their unbannings, and and Twin would yeah. be a very safe unban, I think, if if you were trying to go for like a more legacy feel. Uh, sure, but I I think you're right. I think if if they're trying to keep it as cl- you know closer to uh, the Pioneer side than they are to. Uh, legacy then th- they would do the more conservative thing and and try to make it as accessible as possible. Um and honestly yeah. uh Wizards having three accessible M formats is not terrible. You know, having standard, pioneer and modern um <laughs> at least for the time being is not a bad business strategy. <laughs> You're selling cards to lots of people and uh keeping modern alive is not, you know, is not the death nail to to any other format really it, it, it people that like modern will continue no. to play modern and people that have no interest in modern can pick up a, a brawl deck or they can uh they can you know play standard you know just like they just like they were um and modern will just be its own thing
0: uh, we have an embarrassment of riches right now uh coming from wizards i mean people co- like to complain but i mean realistically oh I yeah mean, we got tons of formats that are all viable they're all fun i mean we're not even talking about like a uh, popper or um oath or some of the other stuff that's just been like um player driven that's just kind of taken off so no we're, we're 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 doing real well as magic players right now
1: i i wholeheartedly agree um so do you want to move on to the next topic? Because I think we have uh, we have a really cool deck that I want that we yes, want to look at. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I, I
0: I took us on a like a twenty minute. Detour, no, no, so. no. no. Sorry, was, guys. This is going to be a long one. <laughs> no,
1: no. That was that was fine. And this deck honestly probably won't take that much that that long, um, because we're looking at a. Uh, so this was put up uh, uh, on MTG Goldfish, uh, submitted by user uh, VTOL1 VTOL1. And it is a new Murfolk list uh, that uses a new card from from the new set, uh, Theros uh, uh, Beyond Death. And uh, so we'll we'll start with the cards that we already know.
0: In all fairness, though, our um, preview cards were better than this one. Just
1: saying. <laughs> I I I really like Thassa's Oracle, um, but uh, it, it's it'll be interesting because I I don't necessarily think that Thassa's Oracle is meant for a Murfolk deck, but uh, in this case, it, it is. So we're starting off with some, some you know, fairly familiar faces. Uh, we have four of Benthic Biomancer, four of our, four of our two, two lords there, Lord of Atlantis and Master of the Pearl Trident, uh, four of Merfolk Trickster, four of Silver Adept, four Spreading Seas. Um, we're also running uh, 12 Islands, four Castle Vantresses, and four Mystic Sanctuary. Um, and uh, this this player is also playing uh, four of negates. I think that maybe playing uh, some number of like repeal or uh, s- some way to, to, to bounce things would be interesting as well. But uh, negate, negate's fine. Uh, it stops any non-creature spell. And that's basically mm-hmm. all this deck cares about. It, it, it cares about protecting its creatures from removal. Um, so the, the cards that we have not discussed are kind of uh, interesting cards in 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 Magic's history. Um, so one of them, uh, uh Cheerio's All Star Paradise Mantle. Uh, so Paradise Mantle is an equipment that costs zero. It says, "Equipped creature has tap. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool, and equip one." Um, but this says this deck is also running four of Thassa's Oracle, which is the new card. So uh, I'll go ahead and read it. It's uh blue blue for a Merfolk Wizard. Uh, and it's a one three. And it says, when Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library, where X is your devotion to blue. Put up to one of them on top of your library and the rest on the bottom of your library in any random order. If X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. Um, So so we're not looking to push through damage. um, And spreading Seas is in here likely just to disrupt our opponent's mana rather than to grant island yeah. walk um but you know it's it's a good side effect to have you know because we obviously have our lords so you know if we have to get in through damage we can but the way this deck wins, yeah i, I, I think it's 100
0: you're 100 right on that i think it's the do attack on two fronts the combo front and the ag- or the aggro slash tempo front
1: yeah and so obviously uh merfolk trickster and just the lords uh and Silvergill, you know make this deck uh Act very similarly to a regular Merfolk deck, but just also with a combo finish. Uh, we're also not running any Aether Vial in this deck. Um, so the the reason this deck works or wins on a combo front is because of a Merfolk named Pure Sight Marrow. And it is Azorius Azorius for a 2-2 Merfolk Wizard. Well, and,
0: then, and when Cody says Azorius Azorius, it's the, like the hybrid
1: mana. So you can yeah. play blue or white, blue or white. So, so in this case, but we'll,
0: we'll be playing just blue one in, in this deck, just FYI.
1: Yeah, so we're only playing blue. We we don't have any white sources in this deck, and and you don't need them to be honest, uh, because the Pircite Marrow adds to devotion. Um, but the main part, yeah, you, is, you can make white with
0: Paradise Panel if you want to get cheeky.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So so that's <laughs> that's actually how this this card works because Sight Marrow has Azorius, so you can pay white or blue and untap it to look at the top card of your library, you may remove that card from the game. So the way this deck wins is you play Pier Sight Mirror, you attach Paradise Mantle to Pier uh, Marrow, then you tap it. I mean, you can't do this the turn it comes into play. You have to wait uh, you know, so it, has, it doesn't have Summoning Sickness. Um, but you tap uh, Pure Marrow for a blue or a white mana, um and then you use that blue or white mana to untap pure sight mirror to look at the top card of your library and then remove that card from the game. And you basically do that um until you have less than or equal to your devotion to blue, and then you play Thassa's Oracle, and then you win. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a very interesting deck. Um uh so so let's t- I actually want to also talk about the, uh, the non-basic lands because uh, we're not playing any caverns. We're not playing any mutivolts. Um, so we're playing four of Mystic Sanctuary, which are islands. Um, they tap for blue and they enter the battlefield tapped unless you control three or more islands, uh, three or more other islands. Uh, and it says when Mystic Sanctuary enters the battlefield untapped, you may put target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard on top of your library. So this is a way to get, uh, to get your negates back. Uh you know, because we're we're just we're just protecting our creatures from removal. That's the biggest thing. Um and Castle Vantress uh again, is a non-basic land. It comes into play uh tapped unless you control an island, so that can be a mystic sanctuary or an island. Um it has tapped at blue or two blue blue scry two. Um can I can
0: I say that I absolutely hate the mystic sanctuaries in here? <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I think there's so, I mean, maybe you run one or two, but like if you're running four and you have like and you draw like an island and like a mystic sanctuary in your opening hand, um, then you have a mystic sanctuary that comes into play tapped.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about it until you until you started talking about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because like if you go like island mystic sanctuary, mystic sanctuary, you could just be done. And you're, yeah, you're not. And, and, and,
0: and with, <clears throat> with with the four castle Vantresses as well, because those aren't islands, um, and you don't have your um, Aether Vial in here, so
1: you need to two the, mana.
0: Yeah, and what, what and what's the mystic sanctuary really doing? You're only you can only grab instant sorceries, and you have four negates.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So it's assu- assuming
0: you have you've drawn negate, and you've casted a negate, and it's the juice doesn't seem worth the squeeze for me. But other than that, I think the deck is actually really cool. And um, when I saw Thassa's Oracle uh, spoiled, I'm like, ooh, are we gonna see the Modern Merfolk deck completely change as we know it from a tempo deck to a combo deck?
1: And it honestly, and, might. It, it, it it might, it really might. But I I think,
0: however it goes, I think this um, who is the person again? Uh, Volt uh, Volt One or whatever. Yeah, v- the guy's VTL1. name is Sorry.
1: One.
0: Yeah, whatever they did, I think they're kind of on the right track. i um, very similar to how some of the um, combo decks are going right now, where they d- attacks on two fronts. So you have to, um, if you you're not going all in combo, you, uh, you're making the person um, n- play defense a little bit on the um, uh, the creatures coming in, but then the combos right waiting there in the wings if you can set it up, um, which makes it really hard to sideboard against when they're attacking with that many angles, especially as quick as the um, merfolk deck can be uh i i think this deck is missing the um i think you have to keep the vials though i i mean i know i know maybe maybe you have to cut the spreading seas or at least put the seas on the board but i think the vials have to be main deck
1: yeah because it would be it would definitely be helpful to just vial in Thassa's oracle you know after after you've sat there and and paradise mantled your way yeah. to to victory um to just go oh in response to in response to removal flash and Thassa's oracle win the game you yeah, know, like, and
0: maybe, maybe may may even take out the negates and put in um, uh, um, force negations instead.
1: Yeah, I, I think force and negation is probably the better pick. Um, this is this deck. Uh, cost ninety eight dollars in paper and seven ticks online. Uh, so yeah, Maybe, exactly. maybe it was built with a budget in mind. Uh, Clearly how- not optimized, but
0: but again, I I, I really um, I, I see where the guy's going, and I'm buying what he's selling. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, and the sideboard is fairly simple. It's four of Relic Progenitus, which is fair given given the amount of graveyard interaction that we yep. have running around. Uh, four of Deprive, which again, if you're not going to run the the um, the uh, force negations in the main, definitely at least in the sideboard. Like you know, that seems like a no brainer. Uh, having free counterspells to protect your site uh, Marrow is definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. 4 of Kopala Warden of Waves um that's the Murfolk that taxes removal that targets uh, a a Murfolk you control so uh I think Copala is good um maybe even uh, like switch it up to 2 Kira and 2 Copala. um yep but but that's that again that might be a budget consideration for for the author of this deck um and 3 repeals uh in the sideboard as well uh again I've I've had a lot of success with, with repeal um just because of the extra uh uh, draw a card and honestly most of the time when you're getting rid of something you're getting rid of uh, just an ensnaring bridge or or um, I guess yeah. in this case you could bounce the pure sight marrow back to your hand um, you know for 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 only three mana and then draw a card on top of that uh, you know it's, it's I think this list looks like fun and I'll probably have to put it together and, and stream it here
0: so, so what I'm hearing is we're both agreeing this deck has uh, has fins
1: yes I, I agree with that <laughs> We might have to we might have to run it through a league and see what we can what, what kind of damage we can do with this. <laughs>
0: For seven ticks, I think you I, I think you I think we can afford that.
1: All right, well, it wouldn't even be seven ticks because we we only need the uh, Sight Marrows and the uh, Thassa's Oracles and we're set. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, it would be kind of fun to do that in Legacy. It'd be kind of fun to run this in Legacy as as just a combo deck, a combo kill win. <laughs> It would definitely be out of nowhere, <laughs> but uh, but uh, any any closing thoughts on this deck besides it just looks like like a like a pile of fun? <laughs>
0: uh, no, not really. Um, I, I think that this is completely the budget version. Um, I, I think it needs to be optimized a little bit, but I, I think there's definitely something here. Um, it's very close to when I saw the past oracle about the way I would do it. Um, I, I would really. The fact that it's a three card combo right now with the marrow, the oracle, and the paradise mantle. I'm curious if there's a way we can make it more efficient. Um,
1: well, so the pure sight, a lot. the pure sight marrow doesn't have to be alive for you to win. I, no, I, I, I get it. It's just you, you, got, you got to have. I prefer it being a two card combo. Is what I'm saying.
0: That's Obviously. fair.
1: That's fair. Um, I, I don't know how else Every, do a, three, that. a
0: three, a three card combo in modern can be kind of rough.
1: That's fair. Uh, I I don't know how else this deck would work, unfortunately. Uh, um, but well, we'll see. I, I've never come to
0: be a brewer, but I, I I'm, I'm like a food critic. I can't <laughs> cook, but
1: I'll. definitely... stinks.
0: Totally... <laughs> I'll, I will critique your hard work. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think that thing that about does it for our show today. Um, remember that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch uh patreon everywhere youtube is at fishcast mtg um you remember to uh, hey
0: are we are we allowed to be uh, excited about next week's episode because I'm, I'm pretty stoked
1: yes uh we do have a special guest i don't know if we want to quite reveal who it is yet but we have a very Oh no, cool, no not, not not yet not yet we have a very cool guest and uh both myself and matt and dorian are, are all very excited about this uh about this um excellent guest that we're about to have on so Keep, you know, you know, hold tight to your uh, to your pantaloons or, or whatever you're whatever you're wearing. Um, it, you know, if, if you're listening to this in the 1850s for some reason um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, make sure to check out that episode. Um, remember that if you have a long form question, you can feel free to email us at fishcastmtg at gmail.com. Our cover art was made by Tessa and Hunter Pruitt and our logo and stream art was done by Ishtin on Twitter with our animated intro, of course, by the illustrious Jake Boss MTG on Twitter. If you like what we're doing yeah, here, Jake. yeah, big Jake. Uh, if you big like Jake. and uh, uh, yeah, if you like what we're doing here, please rate and subscribe in the Apple or Google Play Podcast app stores, as well as find us on Patreon at patreon.com/fishcastmtg. Uh, this is Matt and Cody signing off, and we will see you next week. Have a good night, everyone.